blasphemous. That is blasphemous. Welcome back. Blasphemous, episode 20. And it's the same old fucking story as the last couple of weeks. Full crew not here. So we'll do what we do. We'll adapt and fucking hopefully give you a good show. But we'll try our best. As usual, give the quick little rundown. What's happened in the last week? Um, not many events to, pre- I don't think there's any really events to preview on the weekend, apart from, obviously, The Origin, which we'll talk about in the NRL bit, and then sandwiched in between that is the likes and dislikes, and then, of course, tip of the week, which you probably turn off by the time we get there anyway. <laughs> Especially me being the only one on this week. So, quickly run through it, um, a couple of days ago, the darts, the Aussies finally claimed the World Cup of darts, Simon Whitlock and Damien Hetter. First time we've won it in 11 attempts, and Whitlock's been there for all 11. And it was a nice little dedication to our Aussie darts player who unfortunately passed away last year, Kyle Anderson, Aboriginal. He played in a one or two, I think, of the World Cups, so it was a good story. The NFL, I uh, talked about it a little bit last week, but Deshaun Watson has settled all but four of his lawsuits. Uh, but... One of them wasn't the lady who first pressed charges, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with those other four which haven't been settled. Um, QB Trevor Lawrence reportedly loses $22 million because his contract was being paid in crypto. And obviously, if you know anything about that space, it's sort of crashed the last month or two, I think. So it's, yeah, there's conflicting reports, but some people say he didn't lose it. Some people said he did, so I'm not too sure what to believe. But if it's true, that's a bad investment. I thought it was more than that. Or that you just converted that to Aussie? Yeah. No, I think it was $32 million down to $8 million. Oh, okay. I think US, maybe. I don't know if that is. Actually, I could be wrong. All I know is it was like 60-something percent of his money he lost on crypto because he took it all. There was a few sports people on there who lost huge. There was some bloke who just got paid. I think his was the worst, a soccer player. I don't know who he played for. And then the last one, NFL, Gron- Gronkowski retired today. Could do a Brady and unretire, but we'll see. Uh, forgot to mention it last week because I didn't have it written down, but it was on Tuesday night, I think, the racing over in England. Nature Strip just continues to prove it's pff, arguably the best horse in the country. Oh, sorry, world. I still rate Classic Legend. I'm h- hoping to see those two go head-to-head. I think they're the two best. I think you got to get off that horse, mate. I think, mate, I don't Classic think Cla- Legend. I don't think it's we'll going to win Mark my so, words, yeah. Classic Legend will give it Wimburn. It's got to get fit, but... Late July, the trainer said. So hopefully they race each other because I think not, outside him, I don't think anything else is beaten Nature Strip on its day. And the other couple Aussies, Home Affairs was disappointing as the favourite, but Atorius was a bit of a sneaky, unlucky to run third. Probably could have won, or definitely could have ran second, but argued could have won, ended up third. Um, AFL, don't usually talk about it, but round 15, probably the best round in a while. It's the lowest aggregate ladder difference, so like the going head-to-head, like how far separated they're on the ladder. Like, it's 19, so overall 19, the previous best was 29. And just the matchups, all the top eight are playing each other. You've got the Demons versus Lions, Blues v Dockers, Cats v Tigers, and Swans v Saints. So if an AFL fan, you're in heaven this weekend. Would like to mention, too, those last three games are all on Saturday, so if you're an AFL fan, make sure you're there to watch Saturday's games. Even the bottom eight games aren't even that far apart. Fucking, I think... It's 18th versus 16th, and it's 15th versus 17th, so okay. it should be a fucking... So I know it's 12th versus 11th as well, because... Yeah, it's pretty fucking... Suns. Great weekend to be an AFL fan. Good footy all around, hopefully. Uh, boxing, Tyson Fury's promoters come out and reportedly, reportedly demanded $348 million 
for his long-awaited showdown with Anthony Joshua, which is going to be a two-fight deal. Tyson Fury <laughs> had a clip where he demanded half a billion dollars. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen there, but he will probably face the winner of the rematch, which has finally been confirmed. Joshua Juszczyk, August 20th. Heavyweight rematch, we'll see what happens there, but a lot of money getting floated around in the boxing. And then last week, Wednesday, the Aussie card, Honey versus Goodall. Justice was just dominant. Goodall tried to wrestle him MMA style a little bit. The promoters and Honey's people weren't happy. But yeah, interesting to see what Honey does next. There's an Aussie undefeated. Uh, I think he fights over in America for fucking Eddie Hearns. But they reckon he's too scared. So I don't know what Honey's next move is. But yeah, he Goodall looked terrible. Honey dominated. Uh, the tennis. Before we get into the Wimbledon, which is, starts Monday. Uh, little one, this was a couple weeks ago. But I thought I'd mention it when we talk tennis. But it's the first time since 2003. None of Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, Novak Djokovic or Andy Murray are inside the top two. Um, I believe it's Medvedev and Zarev, maybe. So I was just about to check that for you now. I don't think it's... Uh, maybe Zarev. I know Medvedev number one. I don't know who would be number two. I'm assuming Zarev, but I could be wrong. Was it women? No, no, just world rankings. I got it here. Oh, okay. Yeah, Medvedev and Zarev. The Wimbledon market's not out yet. Or when I looked, it wasn't. Yeah, it's just out now. Dokovic still favourite. Yeah, Dokovic is grow up. But yeah, a couple headlines heading into Wimbledon. You got Serena Williams is making a year-long return as a wild card entry. She's looking to tie the Margaret Court's Grand Slam record of twenty-four. She won her first match back from injury today or yesterday, I think, in just a warm-up tournament. Um, and then the on the Aussie side, the special case. We're not Nick Kyrgios is probably our best chance at winning the singles, but he's lining up with his boy the cock again in the doubles. They're trying to emulate their twenty thirteen junior boys title. Um, also, Nick Kyrgios became the first athlete to sign with Naomi Osaka Sports Agency. And then a little bad one. I do stick up for him normally, but oh, you can't be doing this, Nick. Uh, he was put off by a ball kid. I don't know if he abused him. He was just like, oh. the ball kid stumbled. I was like, I can defend you on a lot of things, Nick. I can't defend you on that. You can't be abusing. Like, the kid just tripped. Like, no offence, but you can't be having to go at the ball kid for it. So he definitely abused him more than he should have. Yeah, as I said, there's, I've defended you many times, even when people's gone against me, but I can't do it there. I'm sorry, Nick. Uh, cricket. Uh, the IPL became the second most valuable league in the world in terms of cost per game after signing a deal worth $8.6 billion. Uh, there, so per game, you're paying $21.7 million. EPL was third at 16.8, and then obviously NFL's number one at just over $50 million a game, which I'm sure if you knew somewhat about sport, you knew that. Uh, on the Aussie side, the BBL announced today an overseas player draft. Working in like four tiers, you've got to players nominate, international players, sorry, and you nominate yourself into three tiers. And then the BBL, there's gold, silver, and bronze. If you nominate in gold, the BBL then decides if you're platinum enough, which is for the best of the best, like Joss Butler and those names. It's basically the same thing as IPL. Yeah, similar to that. Yeah. There's like a retention thing, and the it's a lottery, like a draft. So the three teams that missed the finals last year, they get the first three picks no matter what. But the team who finished last, they got like a three and six chance. Oh, second so it's, last. It's not an option. It's a no. It's a draft. draft. Okay, a draft. Cool. So you nominate. Okay. So like Rashid Khan will probably get number one, I guess, or he'll be up there. If you don't retain him, I don't know how that works. But as I said, yeah, so last gets three out of six, second last, two out of six, and then third last, one out of six, and then 
same as the top five. So if you finish fifth, you're five out of whatever the mass is there. Uh, Aussie blind cricketer. Stefan Nero scored an unbeaten 309 of 140 balls. It's his third ton of the series, and he's fucking dominating. 523, striking at 224.5. I don't know how it works exactly. I don't think he's completely blind, but he's got some sort of thing where his brain doesn't match his... He's sending waves. I don't know how it works, but yeah, he's been killing it. And then, unfortunately, the Aussies versus Sri Lanka. We are fucking getting pumped. Lost 3-1 already. There's one ODI to go Friday. But yeah, first time Sri Lanka's beaten us in over a, over a decade in a bilateral series. What are your thoughts on the Aussies? We've just been spun out of the series. So they're, they're playing like four spinners. We're playing... Yeah, the first like we're 40 overs last night, didn't we? Like a spin or something? Yeah, they just... They only picked the one front line seamer last night. And our top order's not that great against spin. Travis Head went on, or did he? Well, did Travis Head usually isn't that great. And he's actually been batting all right, but... I know like, got... Smith's probably our best player against Finn. He's injured. And he's injured. But, like, Aaron Finch, Alex Carey, usually Travis Head, aren't that great of players against Finn, which is worrying for the test matches as well because they're going to play a few spinners now. But if we can't play, we don't play that well against it. I said, yeah, Matt... I mean, oh, Matt Kuhneman made his debut. I think that was the second ODI, so... He... Shout out to the young Aussie Queenslander, I should say. He bowled very well in the first game. He got a bit tapped last... Uh, well, the other night. The game we lost the series in, but he hasn't bowled that bad. Yeah, I feel I don't know. I know he done all right. He had a couple of games where he scored well, but Finch should be fucking out of the team. I think we say it every second week at least. On yeah. Here. But yeah, Aaron Finch. I don't know how he's sniffing it, but he's still there. So good I, on him. I feel like he's there for his captaincy still. We've got so many captains in that team. Carey Cummins, Carey Cummins, Warner Eva Smith, Travis Head. Travis Head's cap been captain of South Australia for years. Good captain. I know. There's just plenty of options there. I don't know what the go is there. But yeah, as we said, the f- first test starts next Wednesday. So first day would be the day we're recording. So we'll give you a little, probably won't have a little season preview, series preview, sorry, because it would have started and I don't think many of the odds in that would be out yet because of injuries possibly in his last ODI. Um, onto the swimming. That started Saturday, the world champs. Uh, before oh, I'll quickly run through the Aussies. The Aussies aren't going too bad. Unfortunately, Ariana Titmus, the star of the pool and from the Olympia. Oh, I think actually she wasn't. She was the, probably the next second best behind Emma McEwen. I think it was. She killed it, but she skipped the event. And then the Aussies, Elijah Willing, Winnington. He claimed the first gold at the World Champs. Uh, the women also won the four by one hundred free relay on the same on the same day. That was Molly O'Canahan. Maddie Wilson, Meg Harris, and Shania Jack, who, she's the girl coming back from drugs, so great to see her winning a couple medals, because she also won silver in the 4x100 mixed medley relay, which the men also, I think we're, I think we're fourth on the tally, we've won two gold, which was, as I mentioned, the Willingham and the team, four silvers, which a couple relay teams, uh, Molly O'Callaghan, she won silver in the 200 free, and then Kaylee McEwen won it in the 200 IM. Which she probably, I wouldn't say she needed to do, but she pulled out of her pad event to focus on the iron. So it sort of justifies her decision to miss that for longer term development. And then um, I think we're pretty sure it's one bronze, which is Lani Palestee. First ever medal in the women's 1500. And it's was it was the only women's event at the World Champs we hadn't won a medal in. So there you go, we've ticked off all the boxes. Thank you. See how the, see how we, the rest of the, what's it called? 
meat goes, I guess. Uh, golf. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Live Tour. It wasn't on the weekend, but a couple big names. Brooks Kepka and Brooks Kepka and Abraham Ansar. They're the 19th and 20th in the world at the moment in the rankings. Hasn't been... They haven't officially... Actually, Ansar did officially announce. Brooks is expected to announce it. He'll go. Yeah, said so he had a press conference, which was pretty much saying, yeah, like, I'm pretty much heading over, so... But yeah, in response to all these player movements, the PGA Tour has introduced eight limited no-cut events, which is similar to what the Lives style is, which is like 50 golfers and it's no-cut, so everyone gets paid, as well as three global events. And then there's a lot of... I think it was Greg Norman. Is that, yeah, Greg Norman. He was saying how hypocritical the PGA Tour is, given that one of the three events that the PGA announced will be held in the UAE, which also hasn't got the greatest human rights record. And also that 23 of PGA Tour's sponsors have deals with the Saudi. So, yeah, I said, I don't mind. Personally, I don't mind Liv coming in. they got the money. They're going to spend. It's good for golf. They're going to get paid. And, yeah, I don't mind. Like, I'm happy for the US US Open and players. Well, not US Open. US PGA and the players to come out and criticise. But, yeah, like, I don't like the fucking head of it, Jay Moran or whatever. As Norman said, if you got fucking your sponsors providing money to the Saudis, fuck they're basically paying for the live tour anyway. So. I'm on the fence of the tour. I think it, I think it's good for golf if they do it right. Like I'm, as I said to you before, um, not a huge fan of the shotgun start and stuff like that. But I do like how some people on the tour don't want to play as much golf, and the money's good. So I have no problem with people going to the live tour. But I just think it needs to be set up a little better. Can you get over the shotgun start. No, I don't it's like the future. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens because I think the first event was the end of this month or end of start of next month. I'm not too sure, but it's the first event in the US. But yeah, onto the US Open, the major thing. Quickly before I give it over, the major storyline was the live golfers. Well, not the major storyline, but one of the storylines was the live golfers struggling. I can't. I think only a few made the cut. I think the best was like plus two or plus three, or I think it was plus two or plus four, which was DJ possibly. Mickelson, I think it was shit. But overall, yeah, people were having it like, oh, they're shit. That's why they went over to Live Tour. There's still some handy golfers. That, as People just have shit days, as we saw with Cam Smith. Come on, Cam, you need to put it together. <laughs> you were a consistent golfer, and then fuck, what happened? Anyway. I'd say he's still being consistent. This is really his first shocker. You can't miss I, the cut. You yeah, can't no, miss it, it, I tipped you to win, Cam, and you missed the fucking cut altogether. Unbelievable. Anyway, what do you think of the tournament? Obviously... Maddie Fitzpatrick. Yeah, so I had Maddie. Um, fortunately, I didn't tip him for you guys, and I picked Cantlay instead. I was tossing up between those two, so sorry for that. Um, it's an interesting um, event, this one, because they don't shoot high scores, this course, and they never do, which is good to see because you need to make right decisions, you need to play good golf, you shoot good scores. Yeah, obviously, uh, Fitzpatrick getting up, getting the wins, good to see. Just quick ones, too. Zalatoris finishing runner-up again. Had a, saw a stat today. Ten major starts. Um, six top tens in those ten starts and three runner-ups. So he's bound to get a win here. Kind of feel bad for him, actually. Deserves a win. He deserves a win. Mate, you got to win. you got to win on the day. I know you got to win. But he's there. He's always there at the moment. So I'm sure he'll get there eventually. Um, also, I wanted to bring up John Rahm's absolute choking effort at the end of the uh, third day, that back nine, 
I think just in the back nine shot five over after he started well that day. Um, and then same result on the last day, shooting four over. Choked that one and Colin McCarra after having the lead and shooting six over on the third day. Got him right out of the race. Considering he shot four under on the last day, which was one of the best efforts behind um, Matsuyama. I think shot five under on the last day as well. So, Colin's my boy. I didn't even know he was up there. I probably should have backed him over fucking Cam Smith. I trust Cam. I say, Colin, if you take that third day out and he just he shoots half decent that over, he shoots three over, he's, he probably wins. I said, the top Aussie, obviously Cam Smith missed the cut, so your top Aussies were uh, Leishman and Scott, They're plus two. two over, yeah. Was that tied 14, I think, uh, Harrison? Um, tied 14? Oh, I thought that would be further. Might be. Oh, yeah, there you go, tied 14. But, yeah, and then also on the Matty Fitzpatrick, it was on the same course he won the amateur title on. It was his first, I think it was his first win on the PGA Tour as well, and it was the same course he won the amateur US Open, I think it's called. So, shout out, Matty. Nice little moment with Rory at the end, hugging him, saying, oh, I can't remember what the quote was, but he said something nice to him. It's basically, you deserve it. It wasn't... Word for word, what he said, but that's the gist. Actually, Scotty, you gotta mention Scotty. Scotty. Scotty's fucking flying. That bloke cannot seem. He's fucking won like five or six events, and he seems to be up there all the moment. So we're on a hot streak. I say he was a, he was someone also that on the third day that back nine hurt him. I think he shot just in the back nine the last day three over two. Choked a bit on the eighteenth. So, but yeah, what do you, what's the next major? What's the next golf major? I don't even know. Masters? Yeah, Masters, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Fuck me over, because they changed it up for COVID. Oh, no, the Open. Masters was oh, yeah. the Open. That's at, um, the Lynx course. St. Andrews? Yeah, I don't know. Tough play golf there, windy. Fuck, you think that's spread Colin. it out a bit more? Early Ooh. shout, early shout, Colin. Colin? He's won that. I think he won. He won He's only made. Yeah. was it last year? Yeah, you think that spread out the majors a bit more? April, May, June, July, four months in a row as major on. You think that spread it out a bit more? I don't like that. Oh, here we go. I don't like that. When get you... off lipstick. Get off. Leave PJ Taylor alone. They need to spread that out. You want fucking some good golf all year round. Uh, on to the F1, which I have a quick little couple points, but before there, Victoria came out, I think Monday or Tuesday. They secured a 10-year extension to keep the F1 until 2035, with the Formula 2 and 3 joining the card as well. So great to see the staying in Australia, because there was a little little bit of a worry there that might be moving with America expansion and all that stuff. But yeah, it was a big chase by Sydney, New South Wales, to sort of pry it away from Victoria. Couldn't quite do it, but they secured it. I didn't even know this, but this is a little thing on the... What is it? A footnote on the bottom of the article... Apparently, Sydney secured the Sail GP sailing event for three years. Apparently, we're very Ooh. good. Apparently, it's fuck it. Apparently, 20,000 people showed up last year to watch it. I've never heard of it. Apparently, it's on its way up, but we'll see how it goes. So, I found that interesting that that appeared on there because I've never even heard of it. Did you say what the um, Premier said when we lost to Melbourne? It's like, oh, this, is the best, no, like oh. this is the best city, not just in this country, in the world. I don't know if he's actually been to Sydney. It is definitely not the best city in the world. And it's definitely not the best city in this country. You have to talk. You have to talk it up. But I don't know why they're so competitive. Fuck. As long as it's in Australia, who gives a fuck? But yeah, under the Canadian drunk Grand Prix. Sorry, uh, he's not here to talk more in depth. So I've got a quick, a couple little quick notes. Verstappen won sixth in a row for Red Bull. 
I think it's two in a row for Verstappen, maybe one, I'm not too sure. Hamilton landed on the podium, third. It's a fair effort considering last Grand Prix he said the car was undrivable and I think he had back issues as well. I'm pretty sure he said that again, didn't he? <laughs> I don't know. Even when he got on the podium, he still said the car was shit. <sighs> I know, he ran third anyway. Uh, his teammate ran fourth, George Russell, who fucking is unbelievable at the moment. He's, the only, he's top five again. I don't think he's missed the top five. Uh, driver of the day, which I don't know who gives it out, but it always pops up on my feed, Charles Leclerc. He took a grid penalty. I don't know where he started from, but he had a whole new engine, so he took a grid penalty. And he came from, I'm assuming he must have started 19th because that's what I got here. He came from 19th to 5th. So he ended up 5th to sort of maintain, sort of get some points. Even though Verstappen's running away with the championship. And then the last one, McLaren, had an absolute shocker in the pits. Leaves Danny just out of the points. He finished 11th. And then Lando was 15th. But yeah, they double stacked him. Lando sh- at the worst end of that. And then mm, they just left Danny. I don't know why, but he, Danny Ricciardo was just in the pits for too long. So it probably cost him some points there, but Danny's fine in some form now, considering they're saying he should get sacked. He's outriding Lando at least, which is all that you really need to do. NBA. Before we wrap up the NBA finals, you got the NBA draft, which is tomorrow. I'm 100 percent sure. Yeah, it's tomorrow. A uh, couple little, couple Aussies look like they're gonna get drafted. One definitely, Dyson Daniels played the G League last year. He's expected. He's like a dollar one to go to the top ten, which all the hype's been. But there's been a little. Bit of hype for the top five, possibly. Um, Luke Travers, who played the NBL for the Wildcats last season, he could be a second-round pick. I think they're leaning against he probably won't get picked up. But we'll see how he goes. But I said, if Dyson gets picked, he won't be in the top three because it's a clear top three in the NBA draft. Chet Holmgren, Paolo Banchiaro, I don't know how to say that last name, and then Jabari Smith Jr., who is the favourite to be number one, which I was very surprised at. His dad played four years in the league, and he's. Uh, I found this interesting. He's a distant cousin to Kwame Brown, who's actually the big. Who is? I don't. I wouldn't say the biggest bust, but he's definitely top two or three in NBA draft history. He got drafted number one overall, I think two thousand one, and yeah, no good. So I found that interesting. To me, I never had Jabari Smith. I thought he was a little bit overrated. I don't, I don't think being a bust is in your, in your DNA. Like, no, no, I, don't know. <laughs> I just found that interesting. I said, I just never, I never, like, I think it'd be solid. Like, he had a good year at Auburn, but I said, I still can't get over that NCA double, the game they lost. He was terrible. I think Parlo's the safest pick among that top three. Chet's got the most upside, but fuck, I don't know if that body lasts. Yeah, I don't think I'd be taking Chet. One gem. Like, good talent, but. One of the GMs came out. I think they coached him in underage, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's a Kevin Durant type." I was like, "Come on now, you can't be saying that." No. So it's gonna be interesting. Hopefully, Aussie sneaks up. Mate, as long as he goes to a good team, that fucking gets some playing time. Um, NBA trade and free agency. It starts next week, so I'll leave a cup. We'll leave most of it for next week. But there was a trade that went down this week. <coughs> Christian Wood. He's heading to the Mavs, and the Rockets received the twenty-six pick. Bobon, Trey Burke, Sterling Brown, and Marquise Crisp, which I don't mind. I like the trade. Mavs had to move something. I'd say it's a good trade for the Mavs. I'm not so sure about the Rockets. But the Rockets are just building fucking assets yeah. now. Like, I think they're all expiring contracts, which is what they said. But yeah, Luca needed someone consistent. I don't know. Like, he's not, and you're not losing any. Bobon's his best mate, but wasn't playing. Sterling Brown and Marquise Crisp definitely weren't playing. Trey Burke might Trey have got Burke, Trey Burke played limited minutes. I was going to say, so you're not giving up much for a starter with power forward. Like, and he's a pretty... Actually, I don't know if he's any good defensively. 
I know they got Finney Smith, who'll probably be their centre. Would slot in power forward. I don't mind it. I'll give it. Oh, the, no uh, doubt. The Mavs won the trade. Christian Wood will play centre. Finney Smith will play power forward. I don't know. I don't Finney know. Smith's only like five. No, not five, sorry. Six. I think he's six. Eight, nine, six. The Mavs won the trade. To be fair, if you're a Rockets fan, you probably won the trade as well. You got rid of Christian Wood, who was. Well, I think he's 27 or something. You're not going to win a chip while he's there. I doubt it. So the Mavs won. I do understand why the Rockets did the trade. Get that 26 pick. Mavs certainly won the trade. We'll talk about it. It wrapped up Friday last week. Yeah, Friday, I think. Was that yeah, finals. Was, I think no, it, was, it was Friday. Yeah, 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 Friday. The Warriors winning six. Yes, sir. Um, before we talk about the victory, the victorious, victorious team, we'll talk Celtics. I said before the series, I thought Brown would be inconsistent. Brown was probably the best player. Brown was their best player. There's no ifs, buts about it. I know, Horford had a couple games. Yeah, that's the thing. He had a couple games. Brown I felt was like the he had a consistent player. Brown Horford only had like one or two. Maybe, I think it was only even one game. I he think just game wasn't two bad. and game three weren't great. Obviously, game one was incredible. Oh, I thought he was good in game six when they lost. He was and their second best player. Yeah, I said, I think, yeah. I think Brown and Horford were my t- I think Brown definitely edges because I think all six games he was good. I think Horford, Horford played better than Brown in probably three or even four of the games, but he just had those two games where he wasn't there. But yeah, the major talking point, I know he's young, but Jason Tatum was terrible. Not terrible, but way, he, he, major step down from for his... For him, he was terrible. Yeah, I think it's... From what he was producing in the lead-up in the series before, it was a letdown. It was very disappointing. I don't know if it was the defense was focusing on him, which we'll talk about who guarded him later on, or he was just gassed. Because I said he started all right a couple games and then I saw this stat was ridiculous. Marcus Smart had more shots in the last four minutes of the fourth quarter. In the game six? I think it was just overall in the series. Oh, in the series, yeah. Well, yeah, well even game six, like, he started off hot in game six. I think because I was watching the game, it was like five, five of eight at one stage. He ended up shooting six of 16, but at halftime he was five of 11. So he only took five shots in the elimination game in the second half. Yeah, like Jason Tatum, you're that guy. You need to be that guy. And I don't mean to, like Kobe Bryant. His idol is Kobe Bryant. If Kobe Bryant was shooting like that in the game six, he's not stopped shooting. Yeah, he's winning know. the game, and he just backed off. I know Jason Tatum. I'm not Jason Tatum. I know Jalen Brown was playing better, and Al Horford in that third quarter was shooting the lights out. But like, if you're that guy, you're that guy. You need to step up and. Yeah, I don't. I've always said it. If you're the best player on the team, or even if you show, or if you've got the hot hand, even. Like, you live and die by it. Like, I said to one of my mates who's a Celtics fan, I was like, like, I'm happy for Marcus Smart to have shots, but, like, I'm not li- I'm not dying by Marcus Smart. It was, no, similar, God, no. it was the same same situation with Jimmy Butler when he took that three to win the game. Like, I'm happy to die by Jimmy Butler taking it. Even though I would have preferred him taking a lap, but I'm happy to die by my best player. He's got the ball in hand, he's taking the shots. So, like, yeah, if Brown, Brown and Horford had it going, so in that game, I wouldn't mind him taking that shot. But if it's not those two, Tatum has to have the ball. Yeah, I don't know what the Celtics. Yeah, going to be interesting. They're young. Oh, they're oh, sorry. Their best players are sort of young. Well, Tatum Brown obviously. Smart's a bit older, 27, 28 probably, and then Horford's obviously really old. But yeah, they've got the team. I said, yeah, I don't they've know. got the team. They do. Like, they could have. They could have won that series. If Jason Tatum plays better, that's an interesting series. I said, I still think it was interesting. The games weren't close, which everyone was having up and arms about. But they were, like, they weren't close throughout. But, like, the first half of games, it was there. Most of the games, were, it's only the fourth of the quarters that were the problem. 
The fourth, <laughs> I don't think there was one close fourth quarter. It was either like whoever yeah. won the fourth quarter won the game, and they won the fourth quarter by lots. It just happened in every single game. Where the, where do the Celtics, where do they finish next year? Oh, I still think they're going to be top four in the East. No, in the, final. in the finals. Where they make it. Where they? I reckon they're... So obviously uh, moves are going to happen, so we can't I'm, I'm, really I'm, predict it. But I'm, I'm going second round. I reckon they're going to be down second round. Yeah, I'd say... It's gonna, I don't think they're at the finals. It's going to be conference finals or second round. I'm with you on that. I'm going, I'm going second round. I reckon the Bucks. as long as... I think the Bucks are better than them. Fully healthy. I don't know what their contract... Obviously, I don't know the contracts, but I think the Bucks. I think then... Oh, fuck. Then that's a too difficult... Depending on what happens with Kyrie, which we'll talk about next week, his contract and all that bullshit. Mm. Who else have you got? Atlanta, if they make a couple moves, could be dangerous. <laughs> well, they they got DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, who else? Who else was up there in the East? Fuck, I'm trying to think. So you got Miami, but I don't think Miami do it again. Yeah, they well, can't. Surely. I read um PJ Tucker signed with Philly. Apparently, there you go. Philly's another one. Sonic Jews. I don't think Philly. They're not my team anymore. Fuck the field. Oh, yeah, true. Sorry. Forgot about that. Actually, I think they might They might make conference more. Depends how they fall. Like, they got a... Pre- Actually, no, I think they have the tough draw this year. But, yeah, I think Milwaukee, Nets, Celtics, Miami possible. I just don't like Miami. I just don't know. They've proven you wrong. Yeah, but they got season. the easy... They were the team who had the easy draw in. If you look at it, they had an easy draw. Like, they got Philadelphia round two, who... You knew Philadelphia were never going to show up. Like you got MB missing easy, two games. You say it's an easy draw, but it's still not an easy draw. You're in the playoffs. Oh Every yeah, team in the playoffs the, deserves yeah. But there, compared so. to compared to the um, Celtics, like Celtics, I know everyone's like, oh, they swept them, but the Nets gave them a series. Like that was a fantastic series, and it probably <coughs> prepped them the best because they played the Nets, then the Bucks. Are you saying it's the the best four game series you've ever seen? I don't know. I haven't seen many. I was just being a smartass, mate, because they got swept. <laughs> it was like 21 points across four games that game one fucking layup play some fucking defense I reckon you's, yeah, that you was may Kevin, not that win that was Kevin Durant ball watching anyway that's the Celtics move on to the Warriors one fourth chip in eight years yeah. fuck, I don't know something like that yeah and then Curry finally won his finals MVP voted unanimous which I think mostly happens I disagree with the unanimous call with you. There's, there's no like Curry, I think Curry deserves it, but there's no way in the world everyone in their mind said Curry over. I think Wiggins had to get a shout. Oh, I'm with you. Curry wins it, but unanimous is uh, a bit rough considering Wiggins played out of his I don't lines. know how many people vote for it, but like Curry had the offense, he had the big games, but Wiggins done at both ends. He had two two or three big scoring games in the wins as well. Curry had a couple games in the losses. Like, if you just think about game five, since that, that game five was a big game. And that Curry, Curry, was and Curry wasn't there. Yeah. Plus, like Curry was there every other game. Curry, yeah. I still believe Curry deserved to win the finals MVP. But that big game five was a big game. They lose that game, which they probably should have encouraged. Score 16 and shoots. Uh, oh, I don't know how nine. the Celtics lost that. I, say, I think they like, beat him in every I knew the score. series was over when Golden State won that game. Golden State were always winning game six. When Curry shoots, they play the game like that, and they still win. It was yeah. always over. Yeah, no, no. Like, as we mentioned, Tatum struggled, and I think that was partly down to Wiggins' defence. He was his primary defender most of the da- most of the series. So, yeah, that was... That's my little... Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to tell, but as well, because you, like, you say it's not unanimous, but then you're like, he did win it. So, I just thought, if you go around, if you ask anyone... If you ask a certain amount of people, I feel like some people would say Wiggins deserved it. I know we're about to talk about this next, but just before you talk about that, Wiggins being called a bust. Is that put to bed now? <laughs> See, I was ne- he was never a bust to me. He's never a bust, but just people out there listening that call him a bust. They're fucking. You can put that to bed now. You can. Yeah. 
I said, the hype he had, yes. If you hype him up as the next LeBron and all that shit, yeah, that's not, his, bust. that's not his fault. Oh, though. yeah, no. But, like, the bust, like, it's, we can't say anyone's a bust then. Because, like, no one hypes them up that much. They just get drafted. Like, they're basing on talent. You're going by, really, you should say the scouts are bust because they're the one evaluating it. Yeah, like, when you're getting compared to LeBron, that's just unfair oh, yeah. on you. But he's still a great player. And now, I don't think, yeah. Like, for a number one pick, as I think we talked about it last week, the draft class wasn't that crash hot. Like, I think Jokic was the best, best player, but he got drafted second round. 35th overall. Yeah, I think there was, like, yeah. Levine and all that. Like, we talked about it last week, I'm yeah. pretty sure. But, yeah, there was, wasn't that many names. And, like, the bloke averaged 20 in the league. Like, this ain't the NBL. This ain't Euro League. This is the NBA. This is the best athletes in the world, best ball players in the world. And he averaged 20. Like, if you get that from your number one pick, you're happy. Like, I know he played in... Like, his team wasn't great either. We'll talk Curry. Obviously, first final MVP. The big question after it on all the talk shows was his legacy. Um, I saw mixed. Some people had him as high as number three. Goat. Some people didn't even have him top ten. He just straight up go. Actually, I saw someone have him number two. I was like, fucking hell. To me, he's in my top ten, definitely. I don't think... We'll talk about... Yeah, top ten, definitely for me. I think he's pushing top five, and I think... I think he's my best point guard ever, personally. I think he's the best point guard ever. It's either him or Magic, and I just think Curry. Shooting, playmaking. Like, I think Magic only gets in passing and defense. I think Curry. Plus, you just watch Curry play. He's the fuck. As JJ Reddick said, he's like the sun. He pulls defenders in. He gets people way more open. So even though he might not have assist numbers, he deserves an assist because he's dragging people in. I don't know what you got. What do you think? Uh, as I said for my biased opinion, we have him number one for everything, but logically speaking, he's definitely in the top 10 now. I don't think there's any questions about that now. I didn't even top has, 10 before it. So yeah, I don't know. But the question is, and the tough, the tough question is, who do you take out of the top 10 to put him in? Which, in my case, he's got the, number, he got the top 10 there. I think you're taking Oscar Robinson out. And I'd prob- so probably say... Saying- <sighs> so wait, first of all, is he the best point guard? I know that's that's, <laughs> yes, magic, I know. that's Magic Johnson you're talking about. Like, hey, I think he is. I'd love to say he is, but I still want to say Magic Johnson still got him. Oh. Like, but then you, you're saying like he's the best point guard? No, because Magic Johnson oh, is no. the best point guard for the position. The people who play at the position, he's the best. Without the, but yeah, I I, I want to say yes. What's your I top, want to say yes. Watch your top ten then. Where are you sitting, Curry? Well, I think top five are pretty safe. I don't think he's top five. You leave him? Oh, that's yeah. big. Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Magic, Wilt, Russell, Duncan, Curry, Bird, Kobe. Mm. See, I'm going to go. I think it's I think it's LeBron, Jordan, Kareem. Oh, I wanna. I'm gonna go Curry Magic. I think Curry's. Top, I'm not gonna. Yeah, Curry Magic. He's had a go about people calling him third. You gotta put him fourth. No, I just said people had him as high as third. I just thought it was ridiculous how the difference. But yeah, no, like I think Curry's. Did I say third or no? I had him fourth. Fourth. Yeah. yeah. So sorry. Yeah. Fourth. Magic fifth. Wilt sixth. Timmy seventh. Larry eighth. Bill nine. Kobe 10? You show no respect to Bill Russell, eh? No, like the bloke, he won chips, but he played in a fucking fantastic team. He was great defensively, but the bloke only averaged like mid-teens. Like, it's like, 
Obviously, he's a bit better than him, but it's like a Draymond Green situation. It is not like a Draymond Green oh, situation. No. Don't ever say that again. No, but like he's in that <laughs> role. Like he's not the lead, he's the number three guy on the team. He's not number three guy on that team. He's number one. He might have been number one scoring option. Bill Russell. He's still the number one guy. Mm. <laughs> I don't reckon he was. <laughs> I don't know what the team was like, but he had like, like the team Kevin had McCallum like show up. He had like fucking. I think they had like eight all, all Hall of Famers on the team. I don't know. To me, he got aided by his team. I I like to go by players who I think... That's why I think LeBron's a go. I think LeBron could do it with any team, any players. But we didn't see that sure with Jordan. Michael could, yeah, we didn't see it with Michael because he played for the one team. Except exactly. Except he played for Washington later. Yeah, but he had everything for him. Like, he had the best coach in the league. He had the best... doesn't matter. LeBron goes to teams. He makes the team himself. And he's done it. He's proven it. Yeah, I like people who like prove he it. doesn't need anyone to jump on any team he wins. No, he still gets a team built around him. Anyway. Like he doesn't have any help. Mate, we'll discuss this at a later time when we fucking have a full-on debate and I fucking destroy you. So. Oh, it's not going to happen. Anyway, I'll move on. Uh, likes and dislikes. Um, I haven't got many dislikes this week. I was pretty happy overall. I got uh, Jack Miller, the MotoGP Aussie. He finished third in the race on the weekend and after the race he gave a glove to the fan who had a sign-up asking for it. And then the other one was a Gold Coast Sun player, Alex Davies. His grandpa came over from, I don't know where, I think it was an Asian country, I believe. He could be living here now, could be, so I'm not too sure, but he saw his first ever game. Cried a little bit and got a chance to sing the team song after they won. So that's my lot. Didn't have any dislikes, as I said, I was pretty happy this week. What do you got? I don't have any dislikes this week either. Yeah, two likes. Um, First of all is Josh Felipe, young Australian cricketer, doing very well in Asia, I'd like to see it. Another man that, in the Australia team. Oh, oh, that's yeah, right. Killing the Australia yeah. team. I know you don't really like him either. Oh, he's all right. I think he's... Fuck, I don't know why. No, no we're I'll, talking about T20. You said he should be in the T20 team. I said, no, be. he shouldn't. Well, he should be. No, but David Warner. And... Copped a lot of criticism about whether he's going to be able to play in Asia or not. Didn't do that well in Pakistan, not going to lie, but going well over in Sri Lanka now. So that's good to see. Um, and second like is just the Warriors parade, just in general. I'd love to just hang out with those guys for a while, though. I wouldn't. Clay, Steph. I'd like to hang out Clay, with Clay. Clay ripping into Steph Clay. about crying on the court during the parade. That was hilarious. <laughs> fucking Draymond needs to shut his mouth. Yeah, Draymond's, Draymond's a bit different, but... Fuck everyone. Steph Fuck and Clay Draymond. The way you just play, you deserve to get criticism, you grubs. Grubs? Just one guy. You actually want to watch Steph Curry because he shimmies after it's a three. Yeah, he's a grub. He's the hardest stirring the pot. Westbrook rocking the baby. Yeah, I don't like Westbrook. I've never really liked Everyone Hardy does yet. it. All guys do it. But anyway, we'll move on to the NRL. Obviously, no round. International footy this week. We won't talk too much about the international footy. I think it's like New Zealand. There's some pretty heavy favourites. I did have a look at the Cook Islands. They're like 30-point underdogs. I think that's you probably should bet on them. What's Tonga paying? Because Tonga, that Tonga team looks pretty good. They play New Zealand, but aren't they? They are playing New Zealand. But... Have you seen the Tongan team? Yeah, but the New Zealand team's fucking good as well. Yeah, so you got the women... Under-19s is third to Thursday night, I think. Women's Friday. Then you got the Islander matches on the Saturday. New Zealand Tonga. Samoa Cook Islands. Cook Islands are $21, which... If you look at the teams, you'd probably get that, but... It's like a friendly, so I think 30 points is a lot. And then Papua New Guinea, Fiji. But then, of course, the main event, Sunday. 7.50 kickoff. Before we talk our game and get our little multi out, we'll talk the teams. Our Queensland, I think they haven't really made 
coats out for Tongi, which they had to make. And then Ruben Cotter as well injured. He came out. Jaira. Collins, he came into the prop, Tino to lock, and Jaira came on the bench for obviously Lindsay, who went starting team. But the Blues, the big top. Seven fucking changes. Freddie, what are you doing? You only lost by six last game. This is why New South Wales don't win. I don't know. I don't Shall know what's Freddie doing. He's... When did you ever see Queensland make drastic changes when they lost a game? And the word... Ah, yeah. Like, who'd they make? Well, obviously one had to be made in the centres. Jack White. And I think Staggs was rough to miss out. I didn't think he was that bad considering he was a little bit injured. He does play. The way he plays is he's always going to cop criticism because he waits for the game to come to him. And he played really well on the weekend too. Against yeah. Olam. So I think Staggs was rough to miss out. I would have, I probably would have left right now, to be fair, even though he didn't deserve it. But I think Burton was a better pick anyway. So I would have probably, yeah, Crichton out for Staggs. Would have kept Staggs. The other changes were Appy starting for Cook, which I think Appy probably deserved to be in the team. Maybe not starting, because I do think Cook probably needs a spell. I do. Don't mind it, though, because I think Damien Cook coming in when the Rucks tied, like when the oh, players yeah. tied and the Rucks going to be open, and... Damien Cook coming on fresh. Even though he's an 80-minute player anyway, he can run all day. But him coming on a fresh 20, 30 minutes in with the rock starting to get tired, it's not a bad thing. Oh, yeah. I think it would be all right. I said, I don't think... That, I don't think see, I don't mind that move. Cook, he probably needed someone. Because just playing 80 in the middle is pretty tough in origin. Even though he's done it consistently, but he probably loses that little punch at the end of the games. Uh, Jervo, Jake Tudorovic comes back in. Some people were disappointed with it. I don't mind it. He's just solid. He'll make tackles. He'll do his thing. He'll be all right. I'm not a huge fan of his game just in general, but he is an origin player. He's never disappointed us. I don't, I don't mind him being in the origin team. I don't rate him just in general that much, but I don't. I would like to see him off the bench. I don't think he should have started. The bat. The start ju- I'd start junior. And yeah, have the young. Um, off the bench. Yeah. So that apart from that, the major. Yeah, the bench for me makes no sense. Cookie, obviously, hooker. Gus Crichton. Ah. Uh, like, he's a back rower. Hasn't he, been, hasn't he been atrocious this season anyway? Nah, he's picked up lately. He's picked up all right. But yeah, Junior Paulo, he dropped Campbell Gillard, who I think they were on par game one, and Campbell Gillard's been playing a bit better at club over Paulo. So I don't know why RCG got dropped. And then, I don't know how he got Talakai, 17th man. I know he's a back rower by trade, and he played a little bit of the middle at the start, but like, he's been playing centre last. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't understand why we're picking Talakai when you got... As I said, Campbell Gillard. Like we've technically only got one front row on the bench, Junior Paulo. Like I don't know what they're gonna do. Like I guess Cam Murray can play in the middle because you can bring Gus on and move Murray to the middle. But yeah, I don't know. I don't like the bench makeup. Second row or hooker, center slash second row and a prop. I don't know what you think of the bench. Uh, I agree with what you're saying. Only yeah. having the one front rower. I don't know. I hope. I oh, fuck. Don't mind Talakai being picked, but he doesn't. He shouldn't be picked to play on the bench. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah. But same as, it's done the same thing as last time, like Crichton. Like Crichton, if you weren't going to pick him in the starting centres, he probably shouldn't have played forward. Oh, well, Talakai can at least play in the forwards a little bit. Crichton could never do it. I don't know why. Like Crichton's in the back line, but our whole team can um, swap and change. So there's no point of having Crichton at 14 um, last game, and now they've done the same thing having Talakai on the bench. And then, obviously, the other major one. I thought he was in. All the talk was he was in, but Josh Adekar misses out again. Yeah. Which, his form he probably should have got picked, but I would have, as I said, it's tough to pick him after game one because your back five weren't that bad. Like, your back five were probably your best players. Like, Toto and Tupo were pretty good. Oh, he's Santa Stags, but he was injured. Crichton, obviously, off the bench. 
But yeah, like to me, I probably I pick him game one, so it wouldn't have mattered. But yeah, I don't think you could have picked him over two Burgess because he done nothing wrong game one. I don't know. You'd probably still pick him. I would have picked. I said my problem was uh, game yeah, one. Of, yeah, I agree. I agree with you because Tubo's done nothing wrong to get dropped, but Adokar should have been the team in the first place. So yes, I still would pick him for this game because Adokar should just be there. We'll see. Hopefully, we go to Resider. Otherwise, game three. As I said, there's no dead rubber. It's a dead rubber technically, but or it'd be nice to go to Suncorp for a decider. So if we if we go to a side, we go to game three, and Latrell Mitchell's healthy, and Burton and Crichton play well, are you dropping one of those for Latrell, or are you just leaving yeah, that Yeah, I'm fucking off? Crichton off. I'm fucking Crichton right off. Yeah. Plus you got Jack White coming back. Exactly. So Jack White comes in no matter what. Yeah, but Latrell's going to play left centre. Well, I'm not going to lie. You're going to play right. Jer- Jerome Law has another quiet game. Jack White could be five eight. True. Or even Burton, actually. actually. They could go Burton. No, I think they'd be Jack White and he's healthy. With well, White was healthy, I was picking him over Luai this match. <coughs> to see. So as we mentioned, that's Sunday night. We won't talk about how we think the game, because fuck, honestly, I don't know. We'll give our multi, but we'll move on to the tip of the week, because that is Bourne's tip of the week, the Origin multi. So what do you got? Uh, my tip of the week, as you said, for the Origin, is New South Wales on the line, which is two and a half. Um, I've got Cam Murray anytime, bit of value there, and Selwyn Cobbo. He's paying nineteen seventy five. Yeah, so I my tip of the week isn't Origin, but I'll give you my Origin multi. I've got New South Wales minus two and a half, and I'm going Tedesco try in support. Cookie makes a break or someone makes a break. Teddy up the middle. Matty Burton. I can get a short ball flew away, even though I said he flew away, plays quiet. And then Val Holmes had a dominant game for the boys last week. Got us home. He's going to ride that form. So those three to score. New South Wales on the line. 31-75 there. Value. Take it. Better than bank interest. And then my tip of the week. I've got a little bit risky here. I've gone tomorrow. The top of the table clash in the AFL. I'm going Clayton Oliver, Lockie Neal, 30-plus. Petrarca, 25-plus. And Daniel Rich and Jared Lyons, 20-plus. So that's the same gamer for tomorrow night. Uh, sad day, the races. I'm going, last week I hit the races on a place. I'm going same again. Johnny Rocker, race seven, he will find a place. And then bring it home, sad day, 4.30. The Cats, Richmond game. I'm going, Dion Prestia, Jaden Short, Cam Guffrey, 25 each. So that's my three legs, 29.53. Two from two this week, and I will be fucking heading to Vegas, baby. But... That's this week. Um, Jaden Short hurts that for you. Please, Jaden Short's a gun. I was more worried about Presti. had a big game last week, but we'll see how we go. I'm more worried about the fucking Melbourne legs. Nah, I think there's going to be a lot of disposal in that game. That's what I It's going to be played on the ground a lot. And I, I like that multi more than the other one. Yeah, I was worried uh, about this it's one. It's your multi, not mine. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I don't know. Well, there's no real big disposal getters in Geelong and Richmond. That's I what I'm saying. I can't see two people for Richmond getting 25. Even though just Dion had a game last week. He almost yeah, fucking beat Sam Walsh. Beat Sam Walsh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you didn't, back, you, didn't back, you didn't back him. You didn't back us in, sorry. Yeah, I know. That hurt me, but... Always back the Tigers. We're back. We're in the comp. But yeah, that's this week. Uh, hopefully next week, the boys are back. If not, we might we might be scouting some talent out there. So let us know. Send us your tape. Might get some new, some fresh talent. blood in here. Give us some fucking new perspectives. Get some new takes. But anyway. Jack's on the chopping block. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> there is a big UFC card next week, so I don't think he'll... He'll definitely... Actually, no, he missed last one as well. So he might not get the cut. Anyway. 
give the boys five stars. We'll see you next week.